sit back and relax while I listen to Train Kickers podcast. I'm Dave, and along with my co-hosts Dan and Steve, we're going to take you all around the world of miniature wargaming. On tonight's episode, we're going to get back, um, after taking about a week off, but we're going to get back into our deep dives on the different legions for Horus Heresy. In particular, tonight we're going to go through the 16th Legion, so we're going to be talking the Sons of Horus. Um, we're going to follow the same format we've done for the others with the Rite of War, hopefully coming out about a day or so after this. Part of it is on the editing time. Now, we ran into an odd problem during recording, so I record this off of a few different things just in case something fails because we've had failed pieces occur in the past but the preferred method that i go with actually had a lot of audio drift um, it started fine but later near the end it was lining up really bad i spent some time trying to fix it it really wasn't working so i'm going with our backup for this that does mean the audio is not quite the level that i want um we're all pretty well balanced it might be a little bit low but that might be fine for your ears um but overall it's it's still pretty good but i'm going to be looking into for our next recording can i get the option that i prefer to use working well and if not what other good viable options do we actually have which if people have suggestions feel free to leave them in the comments um not an audio engineer in any way so trying to figure this out on the fly is not always as easy as we'd like it to be but all right um other said than that, on with the show. There we go. Everything is in. All right. And we will go ahead and get started. All right. And we are back at it again tonight after taking a, a short break. Um, various reasons, uh, including potential sicknesses, children, uh, my a car, my car broke. Um, but we are, we are back here now. So we are going to be talking about the 16th. Legion, as we approach ever closer to getting through this. So we're going through the Sons of Horus. Just as we've done in the past uh, Legions, we are going to go through everything, except Rights of War will be a separate video, usually released about a day or so after this one. And Primarchs we're saving till the end for whatever way we want to be covering them. All right, so without further ado, Dan is going to briefly take us through some of the fluff. We've realized... Um, None of us know it that well, or to an extent where we want to talk that deeply about it. So we're going to kind of try and muddle through the basics. Well, it's, it's even kind of weird because the Sons of Horus are like the kind of poster boys where the hero Horus Heresy. And it's like they got so much lore that it's kind of hard to bake it into a biteable chew. So I'm going to try. Um, it's, it's, it's not even that we don't know. It's just, they, they are the Horus heresy. So, um, obviously the sons of Horus, their primarch is Horus, <laughs> the, the traitor primarch. Um, they call, um, basically they're originally called the Luna Wolves actually, mm. which I actually like that name better. Um, and they do change the sons of Horus, um, um, after, during the heresy, Basically, they were the ones who kind of initiated Istvan III, which betrayed um, a lot of the legions, essentially. Um, and also, they killed off, I think, the loyalist versions of the Emperor's Children, World Leaders, and Death Guard. Mm -hmm. um, and the Sons of Horus are basically the forefront of the fighting. They were on Istvan V, where they betrayed the Raven Guard, the Iron Hands, and the Salamanders. Yes. Um yeah, they they were the first ones on Terra. They were the, I think they were the ones who took over the space elevator. Either that or it was the Iron Warriors. The point is, they were they were the 
the poster boys for the Traitor Legion, which is interesting because some of the most interesting loyalists come out of the Sons of Horus. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the original, uh, oh God, the name's now escaping me. God damn it. Knights Errant. Yeah, some Errant. of the original Knights Errant come from the Sons of Horus. But um, yeah, no, these these guys are the traitors. <laughs> and not even in the way like World Eaters or Thousand Sons or even like, uh, you know, Night Lords are. They don't strap people to the front of their Land Raiders. It's just they were the, yeah, they were the traitors. See, see, see the way you put it, I mean, I'm not saying it's wrong. I think, I think it's accurate. Although when you talk about, you know, sort of the traitors, the original traitors, I mean, it all kind of comes more from the word bearers so like they're oh yeah these guys are the the main force but the word bearers were the puppet you know the puppet masters very to an extent just these guys were you know sort of you know pride come before the fall that they were you know to some extent i would say better known better everything like that and then so it's It's not called the logar heresy it's called the Horus heresy well yeah, I don't think Logar's goal was ever necessarily to lead, at least from the stuff I've read. Maybe I mean they have tons of books I haven't read, but I don't think his goal was necessarily to lead. Horus's goal was to lead. He was given, a, you know, a job by the Emperor essentially to lead in his stead, and he took that to the next level. I still, I still remember. So when I first, oh, I don't, I don't even want to think about how long ago it was. When I first read the first three books for the Horus Heresy. I knew basics, but I really wasn't into much. Like, I wasn't in 30K at all. Wasn't really into 40K much. Like, I played a little bit. I liked the books, and they were cool, and, like, had some models. But I remember reading the point where they do the betrayal, and I didn't know. Because at the point, I didn't, I wasn't aware of which legions were which or anything like that. So I just remember reading that and how impactful it was in that moment. Realizing later, like, oh... Yeah, if you know any of this, it was predictable, but it was so well written, especially if you weren't familiar enough with it, that it was honestly surprising when you saw it. All right, so as we said, we'll keep that brief just to make sure that we uh, don't lose track of anything, especially if we're not as comfortable with it. So, um, Steve, do you want the Legion trait or you want their fancy reaction? I think I'll take the reaction. It's not my favorite, but I can explain why during that. Okay, so um, I will go through their trait then. So their trait is Merciless Fighters. During a turn in which a unit made up entirely of models that are uh, Sons of Horus, special rule, when they successfully charge or are successfully charged, the strength of all melee attacks made against any models in that unit that does not have the vehicle type suffer modifier minus one. Models with the vehicle unit type and this special rule instead inflict an additional three hits... So for a total of 1d6 plus 3 hits or 2d6 plus 3 hits if it's super heavy. Um, <coughs> my apologies. Um, on units composed of models that do not have the vehicle unit type when conducting a ram. So if your vehicle rams someone, plus 3 hits. Not, not bad, but I don't care about that honestly whatsoever in any way. Um, the more interesting part is when they charge or get charged, the strength of your melee weapons against them um, suffer a minus one. So it's not a minus one to hit or a minus one to wound. The strength is actually down by one. Um, that is mm. especially important and useful for weapons that double a model's natural strength, which would, uh, on a lot of cases, say power fist, chain fist, which double you out, which now the strength of that is minus one. So it's a seven. You're no longer getting doubled out. 
So it's it's great for survivability. Honestly, I like it more than minus one to wound in many cases because the things I'm really worried about in close combat are doubling out my characters or my models or my terminators where now that's not happening. No, I agree. It, it it's much better. Like minus one to wound. Listen, minus one to wound has its like it its has its moments. Yes, it has its moments. But I feel like it has more of its moments on lower strength weapons, like strength four, strength five. This is much more impactful when you have that strength eight. Yeah. Um, thunder hammers, power fists, um, chain, uh, chain fists, strength eight. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Chain, uh, chain fists are a double strength weapon as well. Double. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Um. So yeah, this is those three things. I mean, hell, I was facing um a salamander player uh over the event, um that Steve ran a very um over the weekend. And um, I mean, he got up to strength ten because he had biomancy, mind you, uh, and he blew his um salamander trait. But his normal stuff was hitting at strength eight, and you know his tough that was scary against the world eater or the world eaters I was playing with and the thousand sons. Um, but all of a sudden, if I had sons of Horus on my team, he charges them with those thunder hammers. There's you know there's seven against Justarian. <laughs> like oh no, who cares? Yeah. I mean, in, in many cases, a minus one to your strength can be very similar to a minus one to wound when it's when it's not these stronger weapons. When it is your much stronger weapon, you know, you're probably still wounding on the same number than you would have even without your minus one strength, but you're not getting doubled out. And that's the biggest thing. Their vehicle thing is fine. It's, um, it's, I don't care. It, okay. okay. Really funny. Gotta remind it's me on this really one. funny. Yeah, it, Steve's got to remind you. Um, if you ram a unit, they could just walk out of the way, right? If they pass oh, the leadership, don't work the way you think they do. No. It's yeah. completely different from any previous edition, or even think of previous yeah. editions. So ramming is you declare a distance you're going to move. Yeah. You then go and go. Oh, look! I hit this unit. That unit takes a leadership check. If they pass it, they hold their ground, and you ramming damage. Otherwise, they fall back. So if they pass, if you still you cat, if you still hit them. Then they take damage. Yeah. The equivalent to blah, okay, blah, blah. So, like, listen, D6. Wait, two, I don't know why it says 2D6. I don't know. Why. If it's a super oh, heavy, you get 2D6. Yeah. yeah, but D6 plus 3 is not bad. Like, if a land raider hits, it's, it's three it's bonus hits. It would be strength seven. Nice. Yeah. At strength 7. It's not bad. Not. It's good if you need to force morale checks because it is a straight up morale check they're taking, not a general leadership. Yeah. Um, so if you just force morale checks to eventually have one fail, it's not terrible because you're going to do rams to cause that. I just, I don't know. It, it's, it's, it, it's, 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 something, it's something for something. the tanks. Exactly. Yeah, they needed to give something <laughs> to the tank. Multiple people have gotten this. Uh, one of the Dark Angels won on one of theirs does it. There's a bunch of them who it's like, when, it, when the rule can't apply to a vehicle and it makes no sense, they either do a special thing or they get a ramming rule. So these are just another set of people who get a ramming rule. But uh, Sons of Horus, honestly, so far of the ones we've read, this is one of the strongest because it makes all of your models from the scary weapons in melee much more survivable. Yes. I, I give agree. you the numbers that it's most impactful for. Most impactful for strength one, because then it's strength zero. Strength three, because now it's strength two, so it needs sixes. Ooh, okay. Strength yeah. four, because pushes you to be moving on fives. 
Strength five, because it forces it to go from threes to fours. Strength six, because it forces it from twos to threes. And strength eight, because it takes away that instant death yeah. point. Against other strengths, it's it, it's okay. I mean, strength seven doesn't really care. Strength no. nine is going to wreck you anyway. The strength eight, which is a lot of weapons. That's um, Predator autocannons, Melt-A-Gun. This isn't in, in combat. Yeah. yeah. Well, the, the autocannon part wouldn't matter because you're in close combat. Oh, that's true. Yeah. That is true. So ignore me there. Yeah. Since it's close combat, most of the weapons that are happening are happening at a strength that matters. There are ones outside of it, but it's it's much more few and far between. I would say your average thing you're going to face is either your like normal model strength or strength eight because I've doubled the standard model. So I'm either exactly. making it fives or you're still hurting me on twos, but I'm not dying, losing all my wounds at once. So unfortunately, Contemptor Dreadnoughts with their Gravis Power Fists are strength nine. Yeah. Yes. Which sucks. Yeah. I mean, th- there's a spot that doesn't help you, but it helps you in most other spots, which is, is very, oh, very useful. Absolutely. All right. Let's. I think the, I think I got the wrong name for the trait, though. Merciless Fighters, I'm more defended. It's a, that's my one complaint. I think it's a fantastic rule. It has some really great applications. But the name just doesn't fit what it does. You're absolutely right. The Merciless Fighters sounds closer to what World Eaters have by, by the name. It yes. sounds like you're going crazy. You're, you're it, like I said, yeah, this is defensive. You know, ta- you know, tactical fighters. I don't know. Some, some fancy thing like that. I think that would fit better. Prideful. Like they're too stubborn to die. Prideful's not bad. Prideful would be a good one as well. Anything better than what they gave them, unfortunately. All right, why don't we take a look at this advanced reaction? Yep. Quite long, Jesus. So it is quite long, but the effect is quite simple. <laughs> it's it, it's return fire before they shoot. Yep. But they still get the shoot. So it's return fire, but you get plus one ballistic skill, which is very nice. So okay, wait. Maybe I'm stupid. Oh, and it's a 12-inch range limit. So, I know that the FAQ came out, right? Mm-hmm. And it now says that you declare the reaction uh, before the person fires, right? Yeah. Yep. Isn't that this, but just with plus one ballistic skill? And the range limit of 12, yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, pretty much. But... <sighs> and you technically resolve this first. Although the dead models still get to Not fight, so it doesn't truly yeah. matter. Correct. Yeah. Uh, wait, what's the that? It's return fire with a little bit so, extra. Okay, here's one case where it could matter. All right, so the shooting text resolved. You remove all the casualties. When do you actually check for pinning? So if I shot you with a pinning weapon, do you check when casualties are taken yeah. or when? When do you suffer casualties, I think. When you, so no, I, I could you, pin you first then by wording. I thought you check for pinning at the end of the attack. Well, Just like you check for... That's what we got to check. Because that, um, to me, is the only way it would make a difference. Okay. Let it would check. have I'll, to be I'll, a rule one minute. that occurs in the moment. Uh, where the hell? Because otherwise, it doesn't matter. it's worse than if you're shooting something that has um, gets hot. Because there's a chance that you're going to lose wounds you inflict to models that will later die to gets hot. That is true. There is ways this actually hurts you. I mean, Which... plus one ballistic skill. No, done. It's, it's, it's nice. Um... Sorry, it's uh, it must take a leadership test once the firing unit has finished its shooting attack for the phase. So this plus rotor cannons equals fun. 
Yeah, so, so, so that would still apply because they're done their shot. It's not when the shooting action is resolved. It's when they're done shooting. Huh. They're done shooting. Okay. See, I would counter argue because it says for the phase. Well, when else is that model? When else are they shooting for the phase? Mm. Tell me when else they're shooting. The reason they write it that way is because you could theoretically have a model, that a unit that could split fire. Like a tank. Let's say you add pinning weapons on the sponsons. Yeah. You would test sponson by sponson. It's once the sponsons have all finished. So okay. you can take the checks. That's fine. Okay. That's why it says for the phase. Oh, okay. So you could. Okay. That's actually pretty nice. It's at that, so the general advanced reaction is, is decent. That little extra is nice, but it's not going to come up very much because there's not tons. I will say that pins. One, you got to get within 12. And two, your opponent, you know, they can be aware of it. So, like, it, there is something. I guess the biggest thing is you got an extra ballista skill, but they got to get close. Okay, I'll put it this way. I just, out of the, God, 20 matches now that I've played, or the 20 games I've played, um, no, most of the time the advanced reactions are done usually near the middle of the game when everything's up close and personal. Yeah. Right? That's how they're kind of geared. So to be within 12 inches... It's going to happen anyway. Yeah, so then Although, it's not, like, that it's part's not if, like, too big of a concern. Yeah. It's nice. It's Look, is it, is it the best thing in the world? No. But it is It is actually... Yeah. I, the plus one ballistic skill is nice, too. Um, I wonder if there... You know... Oh, because I did ask this. Because the Myrmidons have something very similar. This does work, Dave, in case... Okay. And I don't know if there's... Because I don't know any other units yet. Okay. Let's say you have ballistic skill 5 right okay and you have a plasma gun right and you use yeah. this advanced reaction then you go to ballistic skill six mm-hmm. you're you can re-roll those ones right and as long as you don't roll another yeah, that's one absolutely correct you don't get hot yeah yeah so so the final die rolls what counts exactly so there is that i mean that's not too bad yeah he says we're, we're, no, we're, we're having to stretch for it it, none, yeah. none of the advanced reactions in general in the whole game are bad. I would never classify any of them as bad. Some of them are absolutely better than others. Some of them are absolutely, you know, legion-defining. This one is not unuseful. That's the best thing I can say about it. Getting hey, plus one yet, when someone's close a, is worthwhile. That's a good way to put but it. But it's your, you know, there's some of these advanced reactions when you look at it that is exciting about the legion. You're excited to use it. I'm not necessarily excited to use this. Um, that doesn't mean if you shoot my, you know, twenty-man tax squad with your in twelve inches, yeah, that's going to be great because I've already done that with Dark Angels. When you're hitting on that plus one, is huge. But again, that's that. Here's the game. It happened. That's nice. In the other five or six games, it helped me a tiny bit compared to a normal reaction of shooting. Okay. Counterpoint. Yep. Oh. You will feel less pressure to hold this one back. Oh, absolutely. So you're actually going to use it. Yeah. Use it the first time I've you can. I've actually had games where I never used my advanced reactions because I was waiting for the right moment and it didn't come, you know? Yeah. This well, one, you're like, oh, yeah, okay. I, I lost uh, a special return fire. Yeah. Like, you're not going to be like, oh, my God, I can't use it. <laughs> no, I, I would absolutely I, say with this one, use it the first time you can. Just use I it, use, get it I, over with. It'll do you. If, you were, if they're within 12 and shooting you, and you want to shoot back, you might as well shoot back a little better because they're probably either going to charge or really light you up or do something bad. Just use it. Don't don't try and save it for the perfect moment. 
I mean, to be fair, I've only used my advanced reaction like three times because mine is very specific. Play yeah. real army. I think All right. you want your, your opponent to have a chance. That is true. We'll get into the horrible, horrible things that they do to this game later. So we got three warlord traits. Um, I know Steve just covered the last thing, but he usually likes the traitor one. Is that still accurate? Yeah. Oh, I mean, that's always accurate. Okay. Tell that's us, tell us about being a traitor there when you're chosen by the dark All gods. Right. So if you are a traitor, chances are you are chosen by the dark gods. Obviously, traitor allegiance only. Um, at the start of each of your turns, you roll a die. On a 2 to 5, you get a bonus strength and toughness characteristic until your next turn. Ooh. Roll a 6, you also regain a single lost wound. You cannot take your weapons in total. But if you roll a 1, you suffer a single wound that you cannot save, take invulnerable saves, or damage mitigation rolls against. You just take a wound. Yeah. But you can regenerate later if, you know, you have this or something else that gives you a wound, re wound regen. And you also get an extra movement phase reaction. I do like how it's a choice. This roll. Which is nice. You don't have to make this roll. Yeah. But more often than not, it's going to help you. And the times it hurts you are countered out, counteracted, and then some a little bit, but the times it helps you. This is fantastic. I don't see why you wouldn't use this. Agreed. The only time you don't roll is if you're like on one wound and it could possibly kill you. If you're yeah. on one wound in close combat, you just take the extra strength and toughness and mark them first. True, unless you roll that one and then you're removed from combat. Details. Yeah. In my Details. mind, that's the only time I don't roll. I got one wound left and I don't. That's the moment I'll roll the one and but kill you my have model. The same chance to roll a six and regrow that one. <laughs> yeah. I knew I, you were going to say. <laughs> I, no, I don't. I don't. I don't play. I play dice games, but I don't play dice games. So that's funny. It, it's a very like strong this, one. Yeah, it's a very strong one, and that plus toughness and strength is really good. I can yeah, toughness five, especially when you have someone with like a power sword, a lightning claw. Obviously, actually, you know this is really nice. This too. pairs amazingly well. with the legion trait. Yeah, yes. Exactly, it pairs amazingly with the legion trait. Now strength ten is an instant death in you on the charge because. Mm -hmm. Your toughness five, and they're only strength nine. Yeah, I agree. All right. This is it's also very... great if your opponent spams melted guns and other strength eight weapons because yep. this will work at range too. Yeah. All right. uh, Dan, do you want to be loyal or not loyal? I'll be loyal. I'll do be it. loyal. All right. So, and it's because Luna Wolves, to be quite honest, and I love Luna Wolves. So, um, so obviously this is loyalist, a warlord with this train may only join a unit composed entirely of models with both the Legion of Stardust Sons of Horror special rule and the loyalist allegiance. I. Okay, that's a weird... All right, whatever. Well, because normally you can and... join um, potentially certain allies, oh, but okay. this see. stops you entirely from doing that. Okay, it was just a weird way. I'm like, why would you not? <laughs> yeah, you, I'm, they, so I'm sure they, ha they must have army. Battle Brothers as at least one of their allies. I, I don't know their matrix, but okay, they have at least sense. one. No, no, it makes sense. I was just, I play Mono's armies. I hate mix and matching. Unless, yeah. Like, knights don't count. But um, it's just, that that's what threw me off for a second. I was like, I don't get it. Anyway, uh, both the Warlord and the Unity joins, ooh, gains plus one attack on the turn in which they successfully charge or or are successfully charged by an enemy unit that includes any model with the Legion of Stardis X special rule and the Traitor Allegiance. So we haven't said one of these in a long time, so I'm going to rephrase. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're playing a normal game and the other person's an Ultramarine player and you're a Wolf of a Luna Lawyers player, just treat them like their Traitor Allegiance, please. Just don't Here's the other Most thing, people Dan. do that. Add an extra like, layer. You play Mechanicum. 
you don't let this happen. Oh, no, and I, I told the other yeah. I'll get into that in a moment. I'll get into that in a moment. These increases are in addition to any other bonuses granted by other special rules, so like charging. In addition, any and on, oh, no, I got an army whose warlord has this trait makes a this reaction during the opposing player's wait, what? In, in addition, an army whose assault warlord phase. has this trait makes an additional reaction during the opposing player's assault phase. Sorry, yeah, you I get an extra assault reaction. That's all. Yeah. I was, I was just, my bad. Okay, so listen, essentially you get plus one attack if you're charged or you charge, yep. which is nice if the opponent disorders you, which gets rid of your charge bonus, so this still gives you plus one, and he grants it to the entire unit. So I like this. Now, Steve mentioned something that I really quick want to touch upon, and I absolutely did this for the event, and I told the player, um, I, I know that these books were written like very... Uh, time-wise, there was a lot of time in between them. I know that almost every single thing for, for Warlord Traits has Legion Astartes X. In my opinion, it should say Legion Astartes X, comma, Mechanicum X, comma, Imperium. And I, it, it, to me, it, it's a very bad, feels bad, if someone brings in demons or Mechanicum and your Warlord Trait is shit. Um, it's the same thing as like, you know, you're playing Loyalist versus Loyalist, and then you're war you, he goes, oh, but it's only Traitor Legions. No. If it says Legion Astartes X, obviously the thing is that your Warlord is so trained against the other opponent. That's the whole point of it. So if you're playing Mechanicum, this affects Mechanicum. In my opinion, that's a complete house rule. That's something just I do because it just makes sense to me. But I just wanted to put that out there because I did that with the event. With There was an Alpha Legion player who gets bonuses against Legion Astartes X. Um, now, he was my partner for one game, but he wasn't my partner for the other game. And he goes, well, I can't choose you. And he never chose me anyway. He chose the world leaders. Mm -hmm. But I go, no, 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 no. If you want that plus one to hit against me, by all means, go ahead. Because it makes no goddamn sense. So, well, you know what I mean? Anyway, that's... It, it, no, it's simple. When When they wrote the rules for all of this that they came out with, it was Legion versus Legion. The other exactly. armies, for all intents and purposes, and from what we've seen from the Mechanicum book, kind of show it, were to an extent an afterthought. Um, it doesn't mean yeah. they, they can't be a thing, but let's face it. They're also, these are the other armies, aren't the main line of plastic. Okay, I know some Talons of the Emperor could be as well, but a lot of the other stuff isn't. This is what they wanted to launch with, so everything is focused at them. But no, I oh, agree. I agree. Um, okay. it, one of two things. Either one... You just count it as so you get the bonus, because why not? Or exactly. your opponent gets to pick another one. That would be the other thing. If you're I like, agree. okay, if you don't want to do that one, hey, you still like the other one, I'll let you switch to it. Let your opponent have a bonus from their Warlord trait. It was exactly. the one of the things they had to choose. No, I agree. And as I said, I did it during the event, and it's and like, okay, listen. It, is it going to hurt you? Sure, he's getting a bonus, but it, it's like you want to play a fair game. Like, yeah. I don't get why someone, I can understand, you know what? I'm not going to put no. people, word in people's mouths. Nope. Don't, but yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I'm just going to say it, it, it feels, it, it, I don't think, I think you, Brett said this, you know, I don't Fun think you have to convince, it, I don't think you have to convince oh, yeah, anyone who's listening of that. Oh, yeah, exactly. It makes sense. You know, it makes sense. Yeah. Like, you know, there could be some people out there like that somewhere, but for the people who are listening to this, I, I don't, I don't imagine any of them would disagree. If you do, leave it in the comments on the YouTube. That's absolutely fine. Um, pod Podcatchers don't let you do comments like that. But you can leave it on there if you disagree. But I, I think, you know, play in the spirit of it. Play and have fun. Exactly. Let people have the rules. 
Well, I was gonna say, you know, someone said in the store mm-hmm. something very thing, something that resounded with me. He said it years ago, and then he said it again when I started playing again with Horus Harrison. And he goes, you know, fun is not dependent on whether you had fun; it's dependent on whether you, the, your opponent had fun as well. You know what I mean? Yeah. You always ask your opponent if he's having fun. So this seems fun to me. And again, it just to me, it just makes sense. <laughs> like, I don't know. That... If he's this super powerful warlord who's trained. <laughs> like... Yeah. <laughs> anyway. All right. But that from a man who plays Myrmidon spam. All right. So the Armor of Pride, the last warlord trade here. So the first time in the battle when the warlord has, has reduced to zero wounds for any reason, the controller player must immediately make a leadership test. If it's failed, remove it as a casualty. If you pass the test, you're not removed as a casualty. You remain in play and get back D3 wounds. It has no effect against attacks or rules which would remove the model as a casualty without inflicting wounds or against attacks with the instant death special rule. You also get an extra reaction in the shooting phase. Um, I don't know if we mentioned it or not, but the first one, the traitor warlord trait, you get one in the movement phase. So they go through each phase with us. Um, I personally because obviously obviously your your theme is either loyal or traitor for your legion i would absolutely take one of the other two long before i take this one it it's not that it's bad it's just not as flavorful and fun i make a test and if i make my test your leadership should be good so it shouldn't be tough but i have to make a test for this to do anything and it won't help against the stuff that's really tough so things like instant death so if i get if my guy is you know toughness four and i get hit by a power fist and i fail to save this doesn't help you or if it's a murder strike weapon this doesn't help you or if i was removed without inflicting wounds doesn't help you i'd i'd rather get extra attacks or have the fun role of being stronger and tougher i don't know this one doesn't thrill me or if either of you are thrilled let me know but i'm not thrilled with it no no it's i'd take the other two to be quite honest i mean listen is it is it lol that your warlord that your opponent thought he killed stands back up yes now, does it say where? Oh, give me a second. No, they, they, they don't. Not they're not like, removed. That's it. When he would be like, removed, God, don't remove him. Yeah. He remains in play. Okay. Yeah, he doesn't have the say, weird forty k problem of getting pushed around exactly. and stuff like that. I was gonna no. say I would like this warlord trait more if all of a sudden he st- stood back up like somewhere. Like he, de- it's an armor. I'm assuming, right? The armor of pride. Yeah. Yes. If he like displaced himself before he died, because I feel like there's something in forty k that does that, where like before you die. You displace yourself on like one wound, so then I'd say, okay, this is a pretty, this is pretty damn cool. I'll give it that. Yeah. But that's not know, what it is, though. It doesn't have no, that. exactly. I was going to say really it's funny? not, so I'm less excited about it. You know what's really funny? Is that thing saying you can't go over your starting wound? I'm not saying it's a real argument to make, but you could theoretically go from having a two wound um, centurion go up to having three wounds if he dies. Oh, no, stop that! I would say <laughs> no for the simple reason it's you regain the wounds. Yeah, you, you can the D three. You can't regain more than you have, than you had available to you. <laughs> you were two wound model. You regain. You can't regain three when you only have two wounds. I don't know, man. Chosen by no, the dark gods that. has a specific thing, so you can't go above your starting. This one doesn't. Yeah, Wait, does it really? No. Yeah. No, it, it's uh, simple. No, I, no it's that's not. ridiculous. It's absolute nonsense. Oh, okay. Yes, we know it's ridiculous. I just think it's funny. Ch- I'll chalk that up to uh, be the the No, it's the sensible writing. When you look at it, yeah, it yeah. makes sense. It should be this. Just play it that way. Don't listen to Steve. He's gonna le- He's a traitor, and he's gonna lead you down the wrong path. All right, Armory. Um, we have two, two items. Things. 
and then their consularis. Does anyone have a favorite? I'll take the axe because I, I know it looks would. cool. Yeah, I love I love melee weapons. It's <laughs> All right. Go um, for it. I'll take the bolter. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I so got a dark emissary. So the axe, uh, you may exchange any power weapon for a cursorin power axe at no additional point costs. The weapon listed here is a power weapon. Oh, so it's, okay, so it's free. Nice. Yeah. So cursorin power axe, a strength user. So you, it's. Oh, I thought it was gonna be like a plus. A, no, power Kate, axe just is a read. plus one, right? Just, yes. Hold just on, read the full thing first, okay. then we'll talk about the special. Yeah. So cursorin power axe is our strength user. AP three melee breaching five plus specialist weapon. Hmm. It's a it's it's like a power sword, but it's breaching five up instead yeah. of rending six. And it is free. Um. If you were going to take a power sword, I yeah. like this. You'll lose attack, though. Yeah, you'll lose. The specialist weapon is what throws me off because you'll lose an attack. Except on Terminators. Yeah. So it's a go to for Terminators, I feel. Yeah. Squad sergeants, it's more up in the air. Yeah. Well, it, it's. But also, it's this, is not, this is not characters only. No. Most of these types of things are characters only. This one is not. Yes. Which does mean you could swap it into a few of the guys in a squad. Like I said, um, Dishtarans carry these. But even your normal Terminators, if you wanted to put a few in there, you absolutely could. Yeah. You were so excited about the X, but you didn't read it at all ahead of time. And now you made yourself sad. No, because I like to go into these blind, you know? Well, you... But I was a new player. Okay, blind is fine, but make sure you finish reading things before you get yourself excited then. Well, because it said... So the reason I got confused is because it said Karsoran Power Axe. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, it's going to be a power axe. And then it's like a power sword. So it's very much like, wait, what? Why yeah. do they just call it a power? Whatever. Well, uh, it is an axe. At the end of the day, it absolutely it is an axe. it's like an axe. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it, and it's not unwieldy. It, it, you know, there's some good and bad compared to it to a normal uh, power axe. There's, the there's reasons attack, to consider uh, both. Um, yeah. If you need to crack. Big, uh, hmm? I said the lose an attack is kind of. Uh, but that, that i mean yes that is bad but that's a thing you know you you a lot of there's several weapons you might take that are special so that's absolutely a potential thing as but, a perk this yeah. is a great offhand weapon to go with a paragon blade i agree because oh, it's a bad. very cheap power um really cheap specialist weapon yeah um, that's actually not a bad okay that's actually not bad i like that idea that's it compared to the normal power x there, there is some cases where you do this if the time you're swinging really matters to you, if the AP is not as important because you're not worried about heavier things. Um, we'll see it when we get to some of the units that have it. But otherwise, I think it's very, very particular if you actually want to put these on, on any of your guys, except for the fact that they can look cool. Exactly. All right. Special bolters. What do we got? Yeah. Bane strike bolters. So this is available to independent characters as well as Legion Seekers, um, who, who absolutely should not take this. They, sh they should not take this. Okay. And Veteran Squads could take this too. Um, the characters get it for five points, Seekers get it for free, and Veterans get it for two points a model. Um, essentially, it's a bolt weapon. It's got range 18, strength 5, AP 4. The Bolter version is Rapid Fire Breaching on a 6. The Combi Bolter version is Rapid Fire Twin Linked Breaching on a 6. And this weapon is a great example as to why you cannot have special ammo copy bolters for all the other legions, even though you really should. Um, so if everyone asks, well, why can't I have, for example, shrapnel combi bolters? 
because it's not in the book, because it's not a bolter that's twin-linked, it's a separate weapon, as indicated right here in the Sons of Horus category. The Seekers have... Um... Seekers have much better ammunition, and you yes, will never do. want it under yeah, don't any take it on circumstances. Your so f- the reason is because I know that headhunters are an alpha legion, and headhunters with this is a lot scarier. Do, but I was gonna say, do seekers have um, what the hell is it called? Um, precision strike or no? Yes, but they also they have breaching four up as one of their um, ammunition types. So which is better than breaching ever... six. Yeah, why would you? Ever... But you don't put it on that unit. Okay. They're giving you the option. Remember, they will give yeah. you options. It doesn't mean you oh, have no. to do it. And if your goal is to make yeah. a better unit, you don't have to take the options. But it is, you know, uh, you know, fits the fluff that they have op- they have this as an option because those are guys who get special bolters naturally. I mean, I'll be honest. I I bet you five bucks. I'm again not looking. I bet you anything that they're special terminators. The Justarian have them. And honestly, if the Justarian have these, okay, there we go. Because they can rapid fire them. They're twin link. They're breaching six up, and they can just kind of walk forward and keep firing them. So that's what I'll see. If they're on the Justarian, you know what? Fine. Fuck it. I'll take it. Well, if they're on it, you don't have to worry about taking it. They have it already. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's, it's not a choice. It's just, uh, exactly. But I'm saying it's like, okay, I can see the usage of this. Yeah. I could see the use on veterans because um, the extra strength. I don't, I, don't, I don't mind it there. I don't think I'd put it on any of my independent characters. Because for five points, there's potentially better options. I might even go with the of like a Volkite Charger. A lot of them could do instead, and I kind of prefer that a little bit. But I could really? see it you're on get less range, worse AP, and you're not gonna get the breaching. Sure, you're losing a shot at long range. Yeah, but I think the Bane Strike's better than a Volkite. It might be, it might depend on what you're going against. Absolutely, I just don't know if I want to spend the extra five points on my characters to get this as the weapon. If this was two points, like it is on the veterans, yeah. But usually, I find my my independent characters either want a very cheap, almost no point cost weapon upgrade, or their goal is to be shooting with a really good weapon. Usually, it's more of at least the way I gear them: a big melee weapon and like basic bolter, or sometimes I'll put the two point weapon on them because the points start adding up very fast. I find. It doesn't pull me enough to want to throw that on them. All right. We have... So that's all they have for basic armory. They don't have much stuff there. But they do have their own consulars. They have a dark emissary. Um, You have to be the Legion Centurion, Cataphracti Centurion, or Tartar Centurion. Um, They have to be Sons of Horus, of course. And the traitor allegiance can become dark emissary. It's very fitting they should be traitor, but... Excuse me. That is the extra they give. So it's 25 points to be this consulars. Um, if you get this, they gain the Warmaster's Eye special rule. If the Dark Emissary is selected as a compulsory HQ choice in an allied detachment that is part of an army that's a traitor allegiance, then all models in the allied detachment with the Legion of Stardust, Horus, Sons of Horus special rule, gain the Stubborn special rule. Um, you are there to watch over the others and make sure they're doing the right thing, which is at this point, the wrong thing, but you're <laughs> essentially your allied army. Potato. Cause, yeah, because your be ally fair, in that is the Sons of Horus. Compared to the Emperor's Children or the mm-hmm. World Eaters, I mean, they kind of are doing the right thing. 
compared to what they would be doing otherwise. Okay. Okay. Well, uh, we'll get into the socio-political understandings of the 30th millennium on, uh, on, a, on a special episode there. You can wax philosophic <laughs> about it. Um, he does have some war gear. So remember, these guys, then, the intention for this is, for that first rule, is that you are the ally attachment. Detachment. Um, war gear. You gain a staff of dark authority and no additional points cost. That's a great name. Um, a dark emissary may not select. He can't take a jump pack, a combat bike, or jet bike. And his staff of dark authority. All models with the traitor allegiance that are in six inches from him, including the model himself, take their leadership up to a 10 for morale or pinning. Um, it's also a weapon. It counts as a power weapon. Strength plus one, AP three. It's melee, unwieldy, but it does have a murder strike six up. So it's Paragon Blade Light because it doesn't have quite as good AP and the unwieldy, but you do at least have the murder strike, which is nice. That's yes, neat. Yes. Like this. Um, That's, that leadership 10 is nice. Yes. Is it wholly within or just just within? Modeled? Just within. within. Just within. All right, good. Yeah. But it's notice it's models. A... Yes. Not units. Wait. It's the models that are within six, not the units. Now, for a lot of cases, when you're called to make, say, a pinning test, you can choose who's technically, like, what leadership role. Usually it's you roll for ice. But if something says, like, roll for the lowest in the rollest leadership in the unit or something like that, your whole unit doesn't become leadership 10, only the models that are close enough. That does mean. If you kill one of those models that's close enough, and now the rest of them are not, you lose the leadership buff. So um, you can take this without it being the ally. It doesn't force you to, but half of your special rules don't apply if you're not the ally detachment. So I, I, I mean, you could take this if you want to get this nice leadership 10 buff for, for right around him. But if you're doing an ally detachment, I think this is a really good thing to do. I think this is a lot of fun. Um, Plus, the Staff of Dark Authority is both a, a pretty good weapon. In actuality, it's actually a pretty good weapon. And it's hilarious to think that you have a murderous strike stick. <laughs> you bonk them. Yeah, bonk yeah you hard. hit them in the, across the nose so hard they die. All right. So that takes us to the units. So for normal units, not counting uh, characters, I have a total of four listed. So... Does anyone have a favorite? Favorite? That's hard to pick with this station because actually I do have a favorite. I was... I do have a favorite. <laughs> I'm not 100%... sure I can pick. I can pick immediately. <laughs> 100% my fav favorite is the Chieftain Squad. It's from okay. the Exemplary Battles. So that, that's a while away. Okay. So the, that'll be the, the fourth one we go through. My favorite. Because who doesn't love boarding shield marines? If you don't love them, you're wrong, by the way. You have to love them. You're contractually and legally obligated to love boarding shield space. I don't make the rules. All right. Dan, do you have one in particular that you would like to talk about? You're allowed to say no. Oh, okay. He stepped away for a moment. All right. I yeah, see. that's why I was talking a lot. Just to fill in no, that that's space. fine. I didn't notice it to now. All right. Like, I'll, ta I'll, I'll take the first ones because they're here. And Dan missed it. Right, you lost your chance. I'm doing just errands. Oh, Ooh. no. <laughs> Try to do it as quickly no. as possible. It literally took five, <laughs> ten seconds too long to get no, um, oh, here, No, here's so what much. to do. You take the Justerans because um, I don't 
maybe after you're done talking about it, maybe some of your hype will make me like them. You okay? Maybe okay. So uh, go ahead. Just staring Terminator Squad. They're two seventy five, which is the higher end. High. End. I always forget. It, it's the, an extra hundred points. Yeah, it's the high end, except for Death Shroud, which would technically be three fifty for well, five. Yeah, but everyone else, it's the high end. Two seventy five is yeah, essentially the high, the high end. end. You say so. You got five Gesterin. Mm. Uh, they have Bane Strike combi bolters. They have the Power Axe. They have the Legion Cataphracti Terminator Armor. They are heavy, bulky too. They're Gesterin Retinue, Furious Charge One, which is I believe you add plus one to the strength when you charge. They're Chosen Warriors, and they're also stubborn. And their stat you, you line missed... is yes. Weapon skill five, ballistic skill five. Those are both one better than regular Terminators. Yes. And like three attacks is not bad also. And they got three, three attacks. No, no, three, three attacks is good because that's this an extra attack. Good. Okay, it's a, it's a solid stat line. I was expecting it to be three wounds. So I was they're expecting ca- to be three captain wounds. level. Yeah. No, I was the reason I was expecting three wounds is because there were two wounds in the last edition. So I'm surprised they didn't move to three, but eh, they fine. would they'd um, have to go to Death Shroud style points Death if they Shroud went to three wounds each. That makes sense. They'll just hate so, when games are balanced and models have one, maybe two wounds. Yeah, no. So every just you can up seven more, uh, and each one is fifty points. Oh my god. <clears throat> fifty points more. Holy shit. Um, for every five models in the unit, you can just change the Bane Strike Bolter for pretty much the normal Heavy Flamer, Reaper Auto Cannon, Multi Melta. Uh, you can change your Bane Strike Bolter for a Magni Combi Weapon, a Minor Combi Weapon, or a Volkite Charger. Um, Some of which are free, which is big. For... The, the Minor and the Volkite Charger are free. That's not always the case. Oh, so free. you, you oh, are okay. not necessarily upgrading points if you want some of the Minors. You are okay. hurting me so much with the way you're just going through these options. Yes. Well, no, it's... Seven just turn means they cap at 12, which is a weird number. Yes, that's really Multi weird. Multi-Meltas are an almost exclusive option, except Exemplary Battles gave that to the Iron Warriors 0-1 to unit, the Dominators, yep. oh, okay. and the Raven Guard unit. Yeah, that is actually very rare. Normally, that is, oh, you get a normal option. Is rare. Yeah, no, that is not normal. The, the normal option oh, okay. is a plasma weapon. I forget plasma the name blaster. of it. Yeah. Interesting. Plasma okay. Blaster? Yeah, Plasma, plasma blaster. blaster. That's the normal the standard, not the multi-melta. Got it. Yeah. And then it looks like they are they can exchange your power axe for a power fist for 10 points each, which I think that's the normal. Um, power weapon, lightning yeah. claws free, unless you do dual, it's five. Yeah, the, the points of those weapons is normal, is except for the claws. Because claws being free is... Magna Combat was also cheaper than normal. They're normally 10, here they're 5. Yes. Oh, okay, here they're 5. Basically, okay. imagine their um, main strike combi bolters are a 5 point built in upgrade because all of these other options are 5 points cheaper. Yes. Okay, makes sense. And they can take a retinue, they're, they're a retinue um, and they can take a Legion Standard for 15 if they're a retinue. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I. You told me you were going to sell oh, me man, on these. You were so excited to talk about them. Yeah, I know. I because so again. You thought there were three wounds, and that's why you were excited. And now you yeah, find out they're not but, three. Okay, wounds. so a couple of things that I thought they were going to have. Okay, because in the last edition they were two wounds, where Terminators were all one. So this was already a big deal for them, right? Okay. Um, they were weapons skill six, skill five, which is fine. And I feel like they just didn't like they were just scarier in the first edition. Now that most things are two wounds, like the veterans and the Terminators. I, 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 
I okay. I wouldn't say most things are two wounds. I would say some of the more dedicated close combat units, maybe. Yeah, okay. But or the elite units. But here's the thing, though. But if you're not willing to put extra points into these guys, these guys are not good against terminators because their weapon, their um. Karasoran uh, Power Axe is AP3, and that's the base thing. Now, you can swap out two normal Power Axes for free. You can take, you know, your Power Fist or Thunder Hammer's uh, Chain Fist, all for the same standard points. But when you're starting me at 275, I kind of want to be able to handle Terminators at least to some extent. Okay. Or, or be in such a way where I can survive them better. Like if you had... Um, well, I was going to say, I think you're going to survive Terminators for the sheer fact that you do not get insta-killed that first round of combat. What? Yeah, and that's true. why they're not three wounds this edition. Yes. That's absolutely that's the that, exact that, reason they're not three. Yes, so I would say that makes it up slightly, because I believe it's what, charged or charged, yes. right? Correct. Yeah. Yeah, first okay, round so, of combat okay. is essentially the rule. Okay, so my hype is now coming back up. and So you kind of have to give them power fists. Um, let me open up Forge World. I don't know what they're armed with in Forge World. Five bucks armed with the axes. They're armed with yeah. axes. Yeah, they're, they're oh, they, armed okay. with their special weapon because that's how they come base. Um, <sighs> yeah, so I would... But they also have a multi-melta in the box, which is the only Terminator multi-melta they make. Yeah. In so any game system. Them, I would give them multi-melta because that's, that's actually pretty hot. It's amazing. It's yeah, that's, twin-linked that's at BS5, so you're going to hit. I would... Plus you're me. Wait, it says it. No, no. It looks like they come with. Wait, why are their hands blacked out? Because um, you buy a weapon set. That's uh, why. Wait, they don't. Oh my god, they don't come with hands in Forge World. Uh, these particular uh, ones do not look no, like they do. Not, not those bad. weapons, not, at on. least. Uh, contains five multiple yeah. backward loser. This can be. Oh my god, yeah. You can't. Oh my, I don't. Is this the only one that doesn't come without hand weapons? Not true. No, I'm sure that's not true. Oh, okay. Because I was going to say. No. Anyway. Okay, so it can be combined with. The Karsoran Pyrex looks like a crow's bill. I know. Um, Honestly, if you're combining this with the Cataphracti, um, uh, whatchamacallit, the Cataphracti uh, special weapon sets. Yeah. I believe those sets come with power fists and lightning claws it comes with some just, not not enough to fill out the unit but it does uh, come with some yeah i gotta look that up give me a second that's fine the all right well while you're it, looking that up yeah we'll while you're looking at that you explain to me I, why you we were like already that. we were already going to do that so um oh, no. go having their um trait absolutely does make these guys better in the first round after the first round they have a problem my big problem is if i'm going to spend 275 i want to feel that not that I can necessarily throw them at anything. I'm okay if you can't throw them at anything. I want to feel, though, that they have a decent shot at, at whatever they're going against. So if you're going against a Terminator, my special Terminator units that can't stand up to Terminators worry me a bit. They could, but then I got to start spending more points. You're already at 275 for five points. Dan did miss um, their dedicated transports. If it's five or less, you can take a Proteus or a Dreadclaw. Those are the dedicated. So maybe if you like one of those or like a drag claw, you can pop down now, especially because the drag claw does have deep strike, which it always should have. Um, but then you can close these. This models feel like you have to be able to decide where they go, not your opponent making that decision for you. Because if I didn't upgrade them a lot, they're not going to get through a unit of Terminators. Okay, I may not die that first round. 
I mean, their weapons will get through my armor, so I'm going to take some wounds, but I may not lose tons of models. But the next round, now when they start doubling me out and I no longer have my bonuses, it could get really bad. You know, for 275, for five, I'd want to be throwing at least like 30 extra points on that, a chain fist and a thunder hammer, maybe a pair of thunder hammers. Now I'm over 300. I got to make yeah. sure they get there. I feel more compelled to get them there. Because I got to make sure I make my charges I want. I got to know where I'm going. Which means maybe then I have to throw him in a, a Proteus, which is more points. Um, I don't know. They're cool looking. Okay. I think, that, I think they can do a good job. But I think they're, again, this very high points special Terminator unit that if you point at the wrong thing, you're going to have a bad day. What did your research find? Yeah, so this is weird, and maybe it's because my search foo is not great. Probably so I typed not. just cataphract in Forge World, right? Maybe yeah. they. Oh, you know what? They probably moved it to GW Plastics. You're talking about the five. special weapon set. Yeah, yeah. I no I, I clicked for for two seconds. I found it. You get no, but there's four, no power No, you get four lightning claw because it's the special weapons. So they don't get the power fist was essentially normal. The stand that was on people. So you get four lightning claws, you get a chain fist, two thunder hammers, a sword, a maul, a, you know, a heavy flamer, a reaper auto cannon, and then combi weapons. And then the, the plasma, you do get the plasma weapon as well. Yeah. I'm sorry. I just, no. No, you would have to take their special that. axes. Yeah. I don't know, man. I, I was more excited for them thinking about it, but... Yeah. I don't know. I'm just not excited in them. I, I, they were much cooler last edition. And I just, you know, it's, I don't know. Maybe there's a right of war that I haven't seen that makes them better. Um, but it's just to me, they're just kind of. I okay. like the idea of a bunch of furious charge lightning claws running around. Strength five, so we're going threes with the reroll. I'll take that. Again, there's not bad. Like right furious charge. There's got to be like a right of war that makes them better. There's got to be something like not... them in some way. Um, one of them, they can take Deep Strike and one of the Rites of War. And if the character they're chosen as an escort for is Deep Strike, they gain it. And too. Outflank. They can do Outflank. Yeah. Um, okay. I mean... No, it, it, it's okay not to be super impressed by that. When something is that yeah, many points... I'm just points, surprised. I'm, I'm just... I'm, I came into this from like a 1.0 edition kind of uh, mindset. New edition. Gotta look at things brand exactly. new. It's just... It's just... It's, it's kind of disappointing, to be quite honest. Yeah. I mean, let's face it, Shocking. if you have Sons of Horus, over time, you're going to get a unit because you want to be able to run your special units. I fully understand and support that. But if you're not careful with what you do with them, you might have a bad day. And it's, right. just, it's kind of annoying that special weapon sets don't come with, like, power fists. Like, it's, just, it, it's, it's slightly annoying me. Yeah. No, it's okay. Yeah. Everyone has those spare for when they built their box set. Yes. If you bought the Cataphracty box set, you have tons of power fists. That will not be the problem. Or, oh, or sorry, okay. if you bought the main box, yeah, there's power. There's okay. enough power fists for that whole unit, and yeah. I know at least oh, for me, I didn't use five one. power fists, five chain fists, five left and right lightning claws. Yes. Um, you'll have options. Yeah, okay, you'll be good. fine. All right. Um, I know Steve wanted one of the other units, so maybe I'll take this particular reaver, and then someone else can talk about the. Uh, or Steve, why don't you take this reaver? Because I can talk about the other ones, and that saves you for the chieftain. Okay. So, Reaver Attack Squad. Here we have weapon uh, movement 7, weapon skill 5. That's a nice little bump. BS, strength, toughness 4, 2 wounds, initiative 4 attacks, 2 leadership 8, save 
looks to me like a veteran stat line. Then the yep. chieftain, which is the squad leader, has one more attack. They got a bolt pistol and a chain axe. Hey, they're not world leaders. What do they do with those chain axe? Um, frag crack power armor. They're infantry. Squad leader's a character. Um, they are relentless. Chosen warriors with a counterattack one with precision shots and strikes on a six. If they're 10 miles or less, they get a legion rhino. If um, if they're more than 10, then, uh, you know, that's their problem. Oh, sorry, rhino or a dreadclaw drop hot. Um, you get up to 15 extras, so they cap out at 20 models for 22 points a model. One could have a nuncio vox, one could have a vexilla. Um, any model can take a charnable weapon, power weapon, or power fist. Anyone could swap out their bolt pistol for a hand flamer. Um, you can have some twin lightning claws in there. You can have one in, one in five. You can have a melta gun, plasma gun, plasma pistol, or a flamer. Um, the squad leader could have melta bombs, and squad leader could have artifacts. Essentially, think of them as a veteran squad that caps at 20, has a few less options here. A few extra war gear options there, and access to a lot of power. I love these guys. I'm, I love them more than just Darren. Sorry. You don't have to be it, sorry. It's okay. The, the, no, oh, it's, we're it, all, this is all opinions here. Exactly. You know? No, it's just. It's, I mean, your opinion can absolutely be wrong, but <laughs> I don't. I don't no, think you're you wrong got, in this case. I, I points yeah, would be the only it, thing. It's so weird because, like, okay, again, and I hate to go back to just Darren's, but. They had precision shots and precision strike six up. Why not just toss that to the Sharon? It's a one in six chance. Okay, whatever. But it would have made the two seventy five cost and the and the uniqueness better. You know what I mean? It can only um, throw so many points at a unit. That's all that is. I know, but it's just so weird Things. that they don't have like all right, whatever. Doesn't matter. Um, but no, these guys are great. These are great. I mean, they're just solid. Two wounds. They're they're twenty man veteran squad. I would love to, like, these guys are like I would love these guys in like okay. a... now compare them to a generic veteran squad because that's their nearest analog right uh, they're, they're veterans are that are slash like the spoilers to an extent yeah so for four extra points you're getting the chain axe and the special rules instead of a bolter yeah um, is that worth four points you have a chain axe counter attack is probably worth two yeah and the precision chain strikes axe, and shots I'll, I'll I think is worth point. the extra points as well on sixes. Yeah, I, no, I'm okay with that for the shots because you're getting one shot a model with almost all these weapon options. Yeah, no, but remember you get two to three strikes. Maybe actually you get three to four attacks because you have a bolt pistol chain axe technically. So you twenty of them in a squad charging. Okay, I you're gonna get some precision okay. strikes. Okay, you're spending tons and tons of points that as well. I don't. I I if a okay. unit can't perform squad. at like ten, oh, then okay. I have no interest in talking to them about at twenty. Because that's just so I'll many models. I'll put it at 10. Yeah. Even at 10 points. Precision Strikes is really nice because you could toss every now and then summon an apothecary. And they're forced to take that save now. Yeah. Precision Strikes is one of those things where it's like, it's any even at 6 plus, it's low-key good. Especially if you're tossing that, like, 10 dudes. Oh, no. Strike, strikes, I get. Strikes is nice. It's yeah. the shots I'm looking at. I'm like, why, why oh, are the shots? Eh, screw it. Whatever. They have it's a nice. bolt pistol. Eh. It's gonna, it's one gonna in be... five will get something fancier, but that's one in five. They're all like one shot weapons. The plasma yeah. gun gets two whole shots. Well, uh, honestly, that that that's what the the precision shots is for. Is you put the melta gun on a guy, and that cool game you rolled the six. It's only yeah, gonna yeah, happen yeah. in that one game. 
but that one time it happened, or maybe that one time it happened twice to you, and you're going to tell all your friends about it. The the uh, compared to veterans, you know, overall, yeah, I do like these. These guys are both elites. Compared to veterans, yeah, I like them. I w- I I see reasons why if I'm running this army, that I would take these guys over it. Absolutely. To me, part of it is because our legion trait is good in cl- the legion trait is good in close combat. These guys are geared weapon wise to want close combat, um, more so to an extent than at least the standard veteran. So, you you're better at what you want to do, and even if you get charged, not only am I lowering your strength by one, but I also have counterattack, so I'm getting my bonus anyway. So. That's what I, I like. The I like these guys more than veterans for those reasons. Assuming you want to maximize what your legion does, <laughs> that's all right. People don't have to be sold on that. The next unit will be super super fast, cause um. So let me just put my timestamps. The next one is the Reaver Aggressor Squad. So this was the Reaver Attack Squad. The Aggressor Squad for anyone following along is in the Legacies PDF that they put out, um and. G, uh, GW, so we're recording this in, near the end of September. Um, last week, they did an FAQ and an errata, and they updated Legacies. There is an update on this, so at the, this current time, um, you know if you're in the right one because it's in Magenta. If this is far in the future, it may no longer be Magenta, but it's Magenta for the moment. Um, when you look at the aggressors, they're 165 points. Stat-wise, identical to what you just heard special rules, war gear, everything, except these guys have jump packs. They're 30 points a model instead for the extra up to 15. So they're more, but they have a jump pack. Everything else is identical all the way down. The one extra that they have, other than, of course, having jump packs, is they have a rule, the Black Reaving. Reaver Aggressor Squads may be chosen as troops choices for detachments using the Sons of Horus, the Black Reaving, Rite of War, and when chosen as troops choices, they gain the line. So we're going to do the um, rights of war after this. But if I go to that right of war, are the other models naturally um, troops? Yeah, normal reavers become troops and are line. They gave these guys the rule as well that, hey, you're just a different type of reaver. You are a troop and you're line in the black reaving, which makes perfect sense. Um, if you like the previous unit and you want guys that are faster with jump packs, if you like, like I said, like assault squads, here's your sort of special assault squad. My only hang up is how expensive they get when I want to get to 10 because I don't like the idea of five jump pack guys by themselves. They're very points inefficient to add models compared to the other unit. Absolutely. That's one extra eight points each. So an extra 40, which. It maybe doesn't sound like that that much when you're talking about some of the points costs these guys are getting to, but in a, in a jump pack's a jump pack. I mean, I agree. <laughs> I, I I do yeah. like that they're faster. They don't have the dedicated option, so you know, because before they had some options, so that's fine. They're a bit, they're faster for sure, but I'm starting to get to that point where I'm starting to spend tons and tons of points on an improved, but essentially marine style body, veteran style body. And I start getting concerned when this unit, for an extra five, an extra 150, now I'm over 300 plus for these 10 guys, you know, I I don't know. When I start spending tons and tons of points on models, I start getting a little bit concerned. So I would be a little bit concerned with that. 
the opposite problem. When I spend too cheap on models, I'm like, oh, I feel something's wrong. <laughs> you, you you play armies primarily that yeah, exactly. are very expensive. You know, when, when exactly. I look at so I'm like, marine stat lines, again, this is a better so marine stat line, but it's still yeah. a marine, and I'm you still see, worried about spending too many points. From my point of view, mm-hmm. two wounds is still great. Weapon skill five is great, and the jump packs make it so they'll enter combat better. Or at least they become a threat where nothing else is being shot. Um, yes. You know what I mean? Because, for example, right, uh, the Ursarax and Mechanicum, they have yet to get to combat those poor fuckers. They, they, they still have yet to get to combat. Yeah. But they're threatening enough that people will pour fire into that squad to kill them while everything else is advancing up the field. So, I mean, it, listen, does it suck that they're going to get shot off the field because they're so scary? Yes. But if they don't get shot, you're probably going to carve up what they charged. Potentially. Depends on what they react with, what they potentially shoot you with. Because you, you might have two Very wounds, true. but still a three-up save. You also don't, I, don't I, charge I'm, a plasma support squad. <laughs> well, no, no, no. But um, when you look at certain things... When I start spending tons and tons of points on a unit, I do start getting a little concerned. Will they do enough for me? I think these guys could, but you absolutely have to be very careful with them. You put them in the wrong spot and they get shot up too early. You will, I, you know, okay. They ate some fire, but they're gonna feel like they like you wasted them. Exactly. But I, I will say they they look really nice in ZM. Like I could see this where like in ZM where it's tight quarters, you can't shoot through walls and stuff. Mm-hmm. I could see this very easily being a nice unit in ZM. Not the jump pack, um, but just reavers in general, I should say. Yeah. No, the regular reavers I like. And I do like the aggressors as well. And maybe this is part because I don't have a lot of jump pack guys. I'm still working on some jump pack boys. But I, I don't not like them, but I would just be <laughs> concerned about the number of points. Like I would not want to one a twenty man squad of that. That's just gonna cost no. me way too much. Also, you start getting hit with like blast weapons and stuff, and it's gonna be a real feel bad. Yeah, honestly, even that point because your weapon is just magnets. Yeah. Magnetize those backpacks. Oh yeah, actually, yeah. even if you a... don't think you're gonna okay. switch, put them in just in case. Actually, I agree with you. I'm I'm a big person who I don't magnetize my infantry at all. I magnetize my my contemptors and up. Right, that's what I, I magnetize the vehicles, and that's about it. I can see a very very good argument for magnetizing the backpacks here. Yeah. So so far for the... Because the same, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, the same. Yeah, uh-huh. same models otherwise. Here, absolutely exactly. magnetize your, your, your jump packs. Um, I haven't done it for the jump pack guys I've built so far because I did want some dedicated jump pack guys, but I've done 10. After that, anyone else is going to get magnetized so that way they could you know, be more of a standard to spoiler instead of assault. But I did want to be able to run like one big assault squad. So, but no, on these guys, magnetize it, run them however you like. Exactly. All right, Steve, that takes us to the chieftain squad. Now, best uh, unit in the game. All right. Best and unit now, now these guys are out of one. So a lot of the Except other ones three have battles been exemplary. In the age of darkness. Yes. I got this. Exemplary battles in the age of darkness, the battle of Trisolian. Vengeful Spirit. Very long name, but that's the one. This came out in um, July of 2022, so it's after they did the big exemplary battles compendium, essentially. Um, This is the one where they're fighting against Space Wolves. And this unit is... It's tempting me to start a Sons of Horus army just so I could field this squad. I love this thing. Do it. Okay, you're getting me hyped. You're, You're literally getting me hyped here. 
<laughs> you probably shouldn't be, but I am. So, right. Chieftain Squads, they're 125 points. You're going to get five guys. They have a standard veteran stat line. Um, they get Bane Strike Bolters, unless it's the standard bear who gets a Legion standard, which means this unit is now lying. Um, we got a bolt pistol as well, and a chain sword, frag and crack grenades, power armor, and a boarding shield. They are heavy infantry. They are Sons of Horus, obviously. They are Chosen Warriors, and then they have Relentless, as well as two new special rules, Chieftain Retinue and Kingslayers. Um, Kingslayers, really fast. Um, if they do melee attacks against enemy models that have independent characters or Primarchs, uh, hit rolls of one may be re-rolled. If you're in a challenge with such a character, instead, you re-roll all failed hit. So that's nice. Chieftain Retinue, it says you can take them as a Retinue, Instead of being an HQ choice. Simple as that. They don't have to be a retinue though. They could be taken as a standalone HQ unit. Which means if you wanted to do an odd detachment. Without paying oh so many points. For such a useless thing as a. You know. Uh, an HQ slot. Or something really cool. You could take these guys. Um, their options. They could take up the five extra guys for 20 points each. They could exchange their chain sword for a chain axe for two points, a power weapon for ten points, or a power fist for fifteen. And the entire unit may swap out the power armor for artificer armor for five points a model. Ooh, okay. So, so I mean, you—that's like I an just almost love them auto, right? Because they're close combat breachers. Yeah, that's oh, that's oh, auto. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and when you do that, they are on par for points with the generic Legion Command Squad with boarding shields. Yeah, but. Uh, normal ones don't get main strike bolters and they're not as cool because they can't be an HQ choice in and of themselves. With these guys you could have three in your in a regular detachment. So here's one, two, three HQ slots. Done. And that's three scoring units if you're struggling for scoring units for whatever reason. So you, t so you take like Pride of the Legion, right? And you just want a little bit more scoring. You take these guys. They're great. No, I, I do like these guys. Are they amazing? No. But I like them a lot. I like them a lot. Yeah. I wish they had a dedicated transport option. That's their only thing holding them back from being amazing, in my very biased <laughs> pro boarding shield opinion. No, show, I agree. Shove them in a Stormbird. Show them in a not Stormbird. Fuck no. Storm Thunderhawk? Eagle. No, no, Storm Eagle. Storm Eagle. Jesus. I went to, I went to the complete opposite side of that spectrum. Uh, no, Storm Eagle. Just show them in a Storm Eagle. If you happen to have a Storm Eagle lying around. Casually pick up more like 17 extra Storm Eagles. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, but I don't. So you need to find them a transport because they're heavy, that they can't run, so they're walking wherever they're... Um, no rhinos, no um, drop pods, no termite assault drills, unless you're doing underground assault right of war, which mm -hmm. if these guys are all your HQ slots, like I, like I would probably run them because I, I love close combat breachers as a theory way too much. Um, but these guys can do it. basically buy slots for them. Oh yeah, no, they could do it. They, yeah. These guys are great, especially in the especially in artificer armor at two wounds. They they could be your close combat breachers. Oh yeah, two wounds a model, five up and vulnerable save, reroll saves against blasts and templates. They're beefy. They're really beefy. They're bulky. What one or two or no bulky? What's no so bulky. bulky. Doesn't say bulky anywhere. Um. Yeah, I'm not even gonna lie. I'll say it again. Storm Eagle. Storm Eagle holds twenty two. <laughs> I, I, You're going to put your squad 10. of five to maybe ten Terminal dudes in a Storm Eagle. In a Land Raider Proteus. Yes, take a Land Raider. Well, the Storm Eagle is also an assault vehicle, a flying assault vehicle. So these guys come in, you know, this it, it lands, they come out, do their thing. 
it's more likely that people would have a Proteus over a Storm Eagle, I think. Oh, true. Especially since they announced that kit's coming out at some point. That's true. No, these guys are good, and being able to take them yeah. as your HQ unit, if you want, is is very useful. Especially if you're doing like an allied attachment. They fit that very cool. Or Zone yes. Mortalis. Yeah. Yeah. Just a- anything where you have a small amount of points available to dedicate to something, this is great for. All right. That takes us to characters. Now, they have a total of four characters. They have, what, three in the book and one out of Legacies. Does anyone have a favorite character? Oh, you know who I'm taking. <laughs> Just say, who? Abaddon, I assume? Or Badden? No, Loken. Okay, Lo- idea. How dare you, sir? All right. I'm taking Loken. Gavreo Loken. All right. Um, I guess maybe I'll take uh, Malgahurst first, because he's up first. Why not? Uh, my time stamp is pretty good. All right, cool. So Malgahurst the Twisted. He's 140 points. Um, so he's move six. He's weapon skill plus skill fives. Four strength toughness, two wounds, uh, initiative five, three leadership. Uh, sorry, um, three attacks, ten leadership, two up save. Um, so he is a centurion stat line, although he has a better leadership. Otherwise, he looks pretty similar to them from what I see. Um, he's got that special Bane Strike Bolter, but he also has a bolt pistol, power sword. He's got his grenades, frag and crack. Refractor field, he comes with a Legion standard, and he's in his Artificer armor. Um, he is a line, so he's a character, line, which, because he does have a Legion standard. Have we seen another character be line? I don't think so. No, I think um, this is yes, first. Every Who? single Legion Herald. Okay, sure. Because that's what he is. That is he's true. a named Legion Herald. Yeah, actually oh, very okay. true, yes. I guess for special characters we haven't seen it, but yeah, for Legion Heralds. Forgot about those guys. Um, he is a master huh. of the Legion as well. He's an independent character, relentless. He's got adamantium will four up. He will not die five up, which is nice. A broken in body, which is a special rule. He's a traitor, and he has his own warlord trait. Um, so if he's your warlord, here's the trait you get. All models in the unit joined by Malgahurst the Twisted gain the line subtype and count as a scoring unit. And when he or any unit he has joined controls an objective, that control may not be canceled or contested by enemy denial units. Only by enemy scoring units that, um, sorry, only enemy scoring units that contest an objective held by him and any unit he has joined. So he's super scoring. Uh, in addition, mm. if he's your warlord, you get an extra reaction in the opponent shooting phase. So he automatically makes your unit scoring, which makes sense because he has Three the standard. Three times over now. Yes. Once for the standard. Once for himself, yep. and once for this rule. Absolutely, yeah. Just in case you did not know, he is scoring. Yeah, he's scoring in every single way, no matter what. And he's super scoring because denial units don't count only your opponent's other scoring units. His other rule, broken in body. So um, he is was horribly injured, almost killed. So... Malgars the Twisted, any unit he joins, may not run and cannot make sweeping advances. He essentially acts like he's in cataphracty armor without the bonuses. Um, which, I mean, for what I'm going to put him with, is probably maybe like a legion, uh, uh, sorry, a unit of cataphracty or something like that. So I'm okay with that. Just be careful because yeah. you will lose the benefit of heavy. 
you will. So you won't get to re-roll Caesar's oh. blast. Absolutely. Yeah. That's, That's absolutely the true. Only thing to watch out for. Yeah. Yes. If that if that makes a difference in your in your game, that's absolutely something to consider. You... No, not too often, but, but there is case. a chance. Um, 140. What's a normal Legion standard bearer guy? Um, the body is what 60, 60. and the upgrades another 25. Okay, 35. Yeah, so so like 85, 90, somewhere in that sort of range. So he's more. But if you take him as your leader, you get a super super scoring unit. You can make anything scoring with him, which would make sense. I mean, they would do that anyway. He's got a good amount of rules. And the broken in body, I don't really care about because the units I put him with, that's not too much of a problem anyway. Um, you figure his goal is to score closer towards the enemy's line, not on your own backfield. So he's probably with a unit in a transport. So the fact that... They can't run is okay. Um, you can make the argument with him and Justarian because Justarian will p- protect his weak booty. So I can see yes. that. I can see scoring that. Although Justarians can make themselves scoring as a retinue. My oh, only thought yeah. would be I want this guy. Although you're not getting the standard without being the retinue. And this guy's already scoring. So I don't know. I don't uh, know if I'd put him in there, but retinue. he's still. He's very useful for what he does, and he fits. They gave him a very fluffy rule with the broken in body. Um, I'm assuming he's got a model on Forge World. I haven't actually looked at him. It's a newer release, actually. Oh, is it? Nice. Yes. I'll pull him. It was up. announced around the time they announced the new edition. Where's this boy? Oh, there he is. Let's take a look at him. Okay, he's holding that big old standard, which is just the Eye of Horus. Uh, I mean, I, I like what they did on the top of his head. But the rest, the rest of him is fine. I, I like the standard overall. I like that he's essentially, you can see he's supporting his weight on the standard. That's the reason he's still able to stand. And the, the fact that it kind of looks like the Humpty Dumpty, you know, put his head back together again is kind of good. So overall, I like him. I, I do like this character. I think he's very fluffy. Not I think he fits cool. You're not impressed? I think his rules are very fluffy. I'm not impressed because he has such a generic stat line. All yes. he really has is leadership ten over the generic herald, who I checked mm-hmm. is only gonna be eighty points base. Okay, he's eighty. Okay, um, it's cheaper than we thought. What you're paying for is that super scoring. Yes, and um, it will not die. Yeah, which will rarely come into play being only two. It, it it comes into play if you force it to, because you're gonna make him take one of the wounds somewhere and then hope you regen. Yep, that's it. Yeah, I I don't think he's necessarily great. Um, if I, I would say, if I'm building for fun, I like this guy because he's a cool, fun option. I think he fits what his character is supposed to be very well. But if I'm building necessarily to try and do well, I don't quite agree with that as much. Although the super scoring, super scoring will matter more if you're playing missions where scoring truly matters. There's a lot of missions where it honestly doesn't. If this was a progressive scoring game, similar to the way that GW actually did their missions... When they did their game stays, this guy's uh, stock would go up huge. That's all right. He's cool. Uh, all right. Steve, did you want to take Abaddon then? Which is actually how they say it. They don't say Abaddon. But either no, way, it doesn't matter. No, it's Abaddon. It, it, <laughs> all right. Yes, yes, I'll take fail Abaddon. Absolutely. Hey, if it so doesn't work the 12th time, points, try again. You could cry about about Horus tripping once in a while. It's like, oh, I tripped on the stairs. Oh my god, my Primarch has fallen! <laughs> uh, 
I, I, I was not at all in, in a, a bad lover in uh, in the books. Oh, you don't but, say. All right. Let's see what we got. We have a generic Praetor stat line with a lot of attack. Five, to be precise. I think that's one more than usual or two? That's two more one than more, usual. One more. Only one more. Better oh, weapon skill, too, more. right? Isn't Arm Praetor six? Oh, yes. Yes, they are normally six. Yeah. That is also true. All right, so we've got some better weapon skills, some more attacks. So he's, you know, a very aggressive, very skilled fighter. Um, he's got a Bane Strike Combi Bolter, a Paragon Blade, um, a Chthonian Power Claw, a Grenade Harness, Cataphracty Terminator Armor. He's obviously heavy character and unique. Sons of Horus, Master of the Legion, independent character, Relentless, Bulky 2, Battle Hardened 1. So he'll be Toughness 5 for instant death purposes. Which is great. He is Fearless. He has built-in deep strike, so if just Aaron Terminators are a retinue for him, they will also deep strike based off of their retinue special. He has precision strikes 4+, plus, which is really nice. He's a traitor, and he has a custom warlord trait called the Vengeful Spirit. If he's the warlord, he gets this trait automatically. His unit gains fuel and pain 4+, plus. during the movement and shooting phases of any turn, they are deployed as part of a deep strike assault. In addition... You get an extra reaction in the opposing player's moving phase. It's going to be really nice on that turn you drop it. Oh, yeah. Okay, really that nice. kicks up Jastarian a little bit. Because that's going to protect you from the um, from the interceptor fire and from return fire. Yeah. But not for the enemy. Nope. It will because... Um, it just means you get ballsy about the deep strike. No, no, it will because then you have the Sons of Horus rule. Because now that you charged, you're, you're charging Terminators, for example. Their power fist can't instant death you. But you won't have the. But that's pain irrelevant. Anymore. Having feel no pain for up. Oh no! But yeah. I'm saying is like you were saying. Oh, it's useless. But I'm like, well, now that you're in the close combat phase, you still don't get instant death. But we're not there yet. But I'm saying it only applies for the enemy reacting and shooting you. Yeah. Um, and his custom weapon. It's a power weapon. It doubles his strength. It's AP two, melee unwieldy specialist. Shred mastercrafted. It's a beautiful blend between a lightning claw and a power fist. And it's mastercrafted. Not sure there's much more to say. I mean, he is expensive. He's two fifty. He's two fifty, which yeah. is I hit that fairly oh. often on Praetors. It's not that much. It's really not that much. You hit two fifty on Praetor all the time, dude. Because they start at one twenty, yeah, and then you give them some war gear. Now they're at like you know one fifty, okay. and then they're they're become a warsmith. They give them a servo arm, and now they're like two fifteen. You mastercraft some stuff. You get to two fifty. Okay, because you have extra special stuff you can throw on them. That's why then. Okay. Yeah. Might not get nearly like, that yeah, expensive. I, I hit two. I hit two fifty pretty often. It's like, ooh, do I have a Praetor or a Land Raider this game? I gotta think about that. Yeah. Um, I mean, listen, he's two fifty, which is expensive, but the fact that he can give the squaddies in deep strike, uh, because of the retinue rule, that's where. I, so here's the thing: you need all the ducks to line into a row. But I could see him in a Jesterian squad deep striking in, um, and that gives them the feel no pain. They're able to deep strike in. Now you have this heavy duty unit up in the line. They can survive that Overwatch. They can survive the Interceptor. Um, yeah, and I mean, for Christ's sake, that uh, what's funny is you accept the challenge with some sort of mook from the Jesterian squad, and he just carves up whatever he, he needs to. Yeah, he doesn't want to be what, He's got precision strikes, right? Yes. 
Yeah, he's got precision strikes. Screw it. Have him pick out everything else that he's charged. I'm gonna be honest, that's one thing I hate about characters with precision is because you want your character fighting a challenge for like fun and fluff reasons, but it's optimal to keep them out of a challenge. That's not, not always, fun. not always, but yes, I agree with you. Nothing is ever always. I'll give it that. Um, mm. overall, I like him. I he is expensive, but he comes with a giant list of rules. He can absolutely up the Justerans or just whatever unit he goes in. Um, his Warlord trait, if you plan the Deep Strike, which he's in Cataphracty, it's going to be very slow otherwise, is very nice. It does help you for at least... Uh, I mean, you have a Bane Strike Combi Bolter, so normally my Terminators don't tend to shoot much because what's going to shoot back at me might hurt me. But having the Feel No Pain, maybe now I'm a lot more willing to shoot there as well. I don't mind Deep Striking very close to the enemy because I have a 2-up save with a 4-up Feel No Pain. Assuming they don't have weapons that'll dub me, double me out. And like I said, precision strikes, yeah. I, I can go last and kill everything that matters. Or uh, he does have a paragon blade, so you could just swing that naturally if you don't need the extras that it has. So Does that mean he gets paragon blade as a specialist weapon, right? I would assume so. I, I don't have it in front of me. It is. Six attacks, yes. actually. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah, seven on the charge. Yeah, he's, that's not... <laughs> no, he, he, well, he, at 250 points, he needs to be able to do quite a bit. And yeah. honestly, the biggest part to me is because he's battle-hardened. If he didn't have that, I wouldn't be nearly as happy about him. But having that means you're probably going to get your four wounds out. But yeah, don't put him in a challenge. Let him murder everyone else. All right. Two left. Uh, the good Dan. news is... Uh, yep, th yeah, this guy is a good guy. Yeah, the, the, the good news, by the way, is that if you bought the Abaddon model for free, you get Garveal Loken. <laughs> they come together as a set in Forge World, which I find funny. Um, you can't buy it either individually. So, Garveal Loken, uh, who's the captain of the Tenth Company, he's also the last wolf of Luna. He's the last Luna wolf of the Loyalists. Uh, so, yeah, anyway, 175 points. Uh, what standard Praetor stat line? Uh, hold on. With one his extra attack. Skill is better. Oh, his ballistic skill. Okay. Yeah. Um, and one extra attack. So he's got five attacks. Yes. He's got a uh, bulk pistol, a paragon blade, artificial armor, iron healer, frag grenade, crack grenade. Although weirdly, I think on Forge World they modeled him with a chainsword, but I guess paragon blade it be is paragon. his paragon blade. Yes, paragon blade yes, can actually be anything. Give me a shovel. <laughs> Um, I like that. He's also a uh, master of the Legion. Um, he is a loyalist, independent character, Boyne survivor, and the Wolf of Luna is his warlord trait. So the Wolf of Luna, so if he's chosen as the warlord, he gets Wolf of Luna. A warlord with this trait may only join a unit composed entirely of models with the Sons of Horus special rule and the loyalist allegiance. Both the warlord and any unit it joins gains plus one attack on the turn which... It, this is the one that you read. You having, you having flashbacks? There it is. Yeah. Okay. This is your this is your Kaiser Soze, Soze moment right here. This is the one yeah, you read. Exactly. I was gonna say. Yeah. I was gonna say, why did they reprint? <laughs> why did they reprint it? They, they could have just it. said it, but it's nice that they put it. They had space on the page. Yeah. They had space on the page, so they put the full thing. That way, you only okay, have to look at sense. this page because to know what he does. Every time. So I, we've had special characters where they're like, here's his warlord trait. It's up there, you know? I, so uh, like, oh, if you notice, that really, as far as I know, has only honestly happened in the legacy. 
In this oh, book, God. special characters tend to actually have special traits or written out. <sighs> Legacies has have a, has had a few. All right. Born Survivor. The first time in any battle when this model with the special rules reduced to zero wounds for any reason or otherwise removed from play as a casualty. You can totally immediately make a leadership test for that model. If that test is failed, the model is removed as a casualty. But if the test is passed, then he remains in play with D3 wounds. So this is just a better version. It, he essentially so he, has two warlord traits. He has both. Yeah, yeah, he has both. He just so he has but, ar armor of pride or armor of pride. He just doesn't get the extra reaction based off of that. He gets it off of the Wolf of Luna. But it's remember armor of pride doesn't work off of instant death or yes. uh. Yeah, yeah, he's got um, some extra bonuses here from it. Yeah, so he's just a solid character. I mean, he's, listen, he's not. <laughs> he's just a solid character. He's a better praetor only because the more attacks and more uh ballistic skill um he's i mean leadership 10 so you're most but, likely not gonna fail hopefully when he dies yeah and he comes back with d3 wounds which is really really nice um so you could possibly just have a i mean it's very rare but you could have a six wound dude he dies comes back with three more wounds yeah um it's paragon blade like this is just he's just good Yes, I mean, just solid. He's solid. He's literally the the most. He's just solid. I'm so glad to get hit with his bolt pistol on twos and then try again for six. Hey, first you don't succeed. Try, try again. Ballistic skill six. Yep. It's it's interesting. It's a choice they made it. They they wanted to differentiate yeah, no, him great. a little extra. Yeah, he's great. If you don't try him at least once, well, you you should. Although I will say, I watched Typhon kick this guy's teeth in without even trying. Oh, I'm sure. But that's also because Typhon's just obtuse. You know, if um, if you're running Loyalists, absolutely run the One, it's very fitting. You know, especially, honestly, even more so if you're doing, instead of Sons of Horus, if you're doing like a Luna Wolves thing. Yeah, you please you know, think, that, yeah. Yeah, run this guy. He, he's got very good I'm abilities. He's got a paragon blade, so he's not really that much overcosted for the special characters are always extra cost. I don't want to say overcosted in a bad way, but they have a more cost. With the paragon blade normally being very expensive, he's not really that much over. Um I just wish Yeah. I just wish his face I mean, wasn't awful. Yeah, no, the face is off. I wish he came with like a special but I'll put it this way, you could probably if you're gonna like if you're doing the Sons of Horse Armory, you'll probably pick up like one of the specialized helmets. I will say, finance-wise, this is one of the better special characters to get because technically you're getting a two-for-one deal. And <laughs> and um, if you never want to play with Abaddon ever because you just want to be Luna Wolves, you could just sell Abaddon. You um, know what I mean? Notice Dan never suggested selling Loken if you wanted Abaddon. Just selling yes. Abaddon if you wanted <laughs> Loken. So listen, I play Trader Mechanicum, Yes. But I've been playing Loyalist longer than Traitor. So, you know. <laughs> All right. Um, I don't know. Maybe this is my own personal heresy. I hate both the models. I hate his head. I will, I, I, I thousand, 100,000% agree with you. Yeah. And the Avatar model is fine. It's garbage. <laughs> um, I, the rest of the model Looks I'm like okay with tripping. on Loken. You know the the shoulder pads. I like I like his giant weapon. Everything there. His face looks really bad. I understand the concept they're going for. They're going for them yelling at each other. The problem is a static face yell 
doesn't look very natural. No, um, it doesn't. When you look at Abaddon, he looks like he might be screaming because he's falling. They have him at way too hard of an angle. He's going to flatten Loken with his body. <laughs> okay, when you look at the normal thing, he's better. But when you look at him separate, they have just a really hard angle on him. He, again, his mouth is open. Yeah, okay, I get he's screaming at the other guy. He looks kind of derpy. The rest of the body I like. I like the armor. I like the look they gave it. It's very fitting. But I th I, maybe it's the faces. Yeah, the faces absolutely ruin it for me. But I don't think you replace uh, Abaddon's head because it's so iconic with the top knot and all. But Loken, yeah, I'm going to put... I mean, I'm sure they have a, uh, a Praetor model. I will I put the Praetor wish. helmet on him. I, I would say, I wish, because I will say, I know we haven't talked about it because it's just a generic model. The Praetor model for the Son of the Forest, very nice. I think, is by far probably one of the prettiest Praetors I have seen in the line. Because they just came out with the Emperor's Children one. Which that one? Like, the, 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 sorry, the, um, the normal Artificer armor, dude. Yeah. Which the, one? Wait. There's only they one the also got a Legion Command. Oh, get the, 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 the yeah, no, we're not Sons of Horus have one, two, three, yeah. four, five, six character models. Yeah. Like their their cataphractite also looks very delicious with the with the cape blowing in the wind, right? He's stepping on his tactical rock, you know. But I will say that their Praetor, and maybe it's the paint job. Whoever did the paint job with like the skull, the trimming, the the it's just the way it looks it's just, I'm, yes. maybe it's just me maybe it, it's just me it, it, it is if anyone's watching youtube it's the model that's showing you know this whole time because i always pick a yeah. praetor model to essentially be the background it will be this model because exactly. i like it that is honestly their best model for that particular army it's, it's, that is their I'm, best one i i I will fight people and say I, I think does. it's probably one of the best Praetor models. Definitely top three Praetor model that they came out. No, you don't have to fight anyone on that. Definitely. It, it, it so stylistically fits one of the best. Yeah. I am salty because, I'm sorry, they're on M6. They have seven different character models and two Primarchs. Yeah. Oh, yes. They are they getting have... a second Horus model. That's true. That's true. I have zero character models for my Legion. For either of my legions, actually, oh, aside from the primary. These guys are as bad as the Imperial Fists. You could easily buy yourself the plastic. Um, oh, 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 a generic plastic model. I am, I am flattered. Is it the Warpsmith, right? Warps, Warpsmith? Horrible model, by the way. Yeah. No, but which one is it? The one that I suggested. All right. The and so okay. we're, we were talking about Justarens before. They have a special Justaren weapon set. So yeah, if you're okay. doing Justarens, to... oh, they have special it weapons. It's right there. Yeah. Okay. I yeah. You know what? Because it doesn't say Cataphracti. Um, yeah. You know what's funny? Are no. those. I wish. Okay. They're only on the side view. So you know how it has like the crow's beak? Is yes. that like a legit axe or is that more like flattened? No, it's, like it's an axe. It's an axe. Because yeah, uh, I was going to say, you could make the argument. Because I was looking at the cataphractite weapons, the thunder hammers kind of look kind of dopey. Not, I shouldn't say dopey, but they kind of look like small thunder hammers. Make the argument that these are just thunder hammers, and they get a I lot mean, better. Just and they're, convert and them a little. Blunt yeah. the edge with some green stuff, some filing. Yeah. Because then, then you have one, two, three, four, five thunder hammers. It makes the squad expensive, but then, you know. Very expensive. Now we're getting, yeah. But you know what? It's worth it now. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Now you're actually not doing know. it. Um, all right. They got one person left. Where is he? 
Page 92. Yeah, Legacies 93. 93. You were wrong, Dan. Get it right. No, I'm not. Dan's looking at the old version. Yeah, old version. Go to the new. Oh, my God. It is 93. Get with the times. All right. I'll go through this guy. He's super small and he'll go very fast. Uh, Tybalt Mar, he's 175 points. Um, so his stat line, he's weapon skill, plus skill five, strength down is four, of course, he's three wounds, initiative five, three attacks, 10 leadership, two up save. So he looks like a, close to a Praetor, almost Praetor stat line. Um, he's got the special bolter. He also has a bolt pistol. He has the culling blade, artificer armor, iron halo, frank crack grenades. Um, he's of course character. He is a master of the legion, independent character. Yeah, he's relentless, um, which just helps him with his bolter a little bit and charging purposes. He is a traitor, and he has his own warlord trait. He, he sorry, his warlord trait. So this is what they do in the uh, legacy. Sometimes he has that armor pride that we talked about. So if you select him, that's the warlord trait he gets. He gets to if he wasn't instant deathed out or just removed without taking wounds. Leadership check, he can come back with D3 wounds. Uh, his weapon is a strength 5 AP dash. It's a melee, breaching and murder strike on a 5-up, duelist edge 1 mastercrafted weapon. Um, Meh. Yeah, so does he have a... Why is he in here? He doesn't have a model, I assume. No. So he's just a character they probably had before or that people like. Um, he Didn't he die? Yes. So then, like, okay. I'm pretty sure he did. Um, and isn't that's that's all his rules? That's um. Yeah, he's short. Uh I'm gonna pass on this one. Yep. Sorry. That's an open yeah. dog. Um, that's, a, that's like smash your pass. I, 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 I believe I believe he did. I'm not 100 percent sure, but I think he did. Even if he didn't, he's he's. Oh no, he's the lone wolf now. Uh. He was, okay. he, he's was, tasked was, with hunting the down the Shattered the Legions. Or. Yeah. He was, it was, he was part of the pair, the either and the or. Um, one of them died, the other one lived. Oh, okay. That's all. Got it. Yeah, so he, he gets, he's named because he's, he's in the books. That's all. Um, yep, we're done with him. Jeez, they could have been, they could have given him something, Christ. That's okay. All right, we are on to the final thoughts. Who would like to start with their thoughts I'll, about these I'll heretic boys? All right, yeah, I'll go, go ahead and start. Um, they're a fun, stupid legion. Um, Why stupid? No, no, like fun, stupid fun. I reversed the words. They're you hang around children legion. far too much. I know, pretty much. Uh, they're a stupid fun <laughs> legion, man. Their their legion trade is just solidly great. Um, absolutely pairs well if you're like doing pride of the legion. With now your terminators are not being instant deathed out by power fists. That's excellent. Um, you know what I mean? Um their their characters are pretty solid all around. Except for Tabald. We know he doesn't exist. Um He's at least not in the main book, so that's okay yeah. that he's it's not just, that good. They're they're pretty damn solid, and they are one of the prettiest legions. Um I I I don't know if it's like Brett, one of my friends who influenced me in this, and it sucks. But Brett loves Teal. I loves Teal with a passion. And I don't know if it's because I've seen his models. I'm starting to like Teal as well. And I'm trying to fight it with the best part of me. And it sucks because I saw someone on Reddit recently post um, 
like uh teal custodians with like a beautiful red like tabard and i was just like you know what just pick up a couple more custodians no i was just like daniel shut up you but, have um, more custodians they're, they're than the emperor was, had i know but it's like it was like a, i wish i could have shot you it's like teal yeah. with like legitimate gold trim yeah and very much like the sons of horrors um but their models look great. Like Malogurst, legit. I didn't realize this until you pointed it out, Dave. Like he's literally hanging on the banner. Yeah. Like, I didn't realize. Like his hand is literally like, oh dear God, hold me. Um, their yeah. their Legion command squad looks appropriately vicious. Um, not painted well, in my opinion. I think like the, uh, I know that they use different painters and everything, but uh, this one's not great. Um, it needs highlights. They're, yeah, there's something about it that kind of throws me off. Um, their contemptor is fantastic. The Justerian, even the Justerian look like cataphracti plus, I guess, because they got little tiny mohawks. Um, their their Deimos Rhino doors look amazing. Um, their Reaver squads look spiky, like they legit look like they're gonna. It's funny because they. This would fit almost a World Eaters Legion, you know, with the spikes all over their helmets, you know, and stuff like that, chain axes. Um, and even their Cataphracti Legion Terminator just looks good. They're just, they're just a cool, damn-looking Legion. Um, and they play well, too. I will say, and this is going to be controversial, I do not like their Primarch model. At all. I don't think that's so controversial. The Primarchs, I think, are very... One, they're very hit and miss. Two, I think they're very polarizing. Um, I think, yeah, if I can ahead. give them... I think it's the head facing the wrong... Okay, so he's pointing, right? No, he's the not pointing. The wind is blowing in that direction. Or he's kind of like pointing with his hammer, right? He's and marshalling his troops and marshaling in the direction they're going to go. Like he's saying, I you over there, that. go this way. I feel yes. like the head would be more appropriate facing in that direction nah. as if he's like looking. I just, I, there's something about it that doesn't tick my box and I don't know why. Um, Cause I, I'll put it this way. The fur is beautiful. The, the, the heraldry is beautiful. The trim is beautiful. The claw is fantastic. I the love that The fur is claw. so well done that PETA sent a complaint. Did, wait, what? Is this the, oh, this is the model? That PETA sent a complaint for? Well, it was on the list. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, was I was going to say, I, th I knew it was Space Wolves, but. Yeah. So it's just like, I like the resin model. Like, looking at the resin model, it's beautiful, but looking at the painted models, there's just something. No, the, the head is honestly <sighs> facing the exact way it should because he's not, you know, he's talking to them more of, you know, sort of that way of, you know, you know. He's say the enemies on the other side look at them over there so on so forth like he's not actually trying to look where he is he's trying to address the troops and signal to them of the things to look at you know i'm not saying yeah i'll put way it, it's a very cool looking model but i think primarchs primarchs can be very hit and miss in terms of if I would want them, especially when you consider the amount of resin you're working with the costs and all that kind of stuff. The but new he, Abaddon like looks it. good. No, Abaddon, uh, Abaddon's Abaddon. armor looks good. No, the new one, the new one that they're releasing. Uh, I like yeah. that more than the... Yeah, the but horse no, was probably one of the first ones anyway, so... Yeah, so it's solid, they look good, the paint scheme's great. Um, that's my that's my two cents. All right. How about you, Steve? What, what, what final thoughts do you have? I am fighting the urge to make a small detachment led by some <laughs> chieftain. Every day I lose a little bit more. And I go, 
Maybe if I took some of those bits for it's like, nope, nope, control yourself, control yourself. But th- it tempts me. It's just, you know, it's a cool Legion. They, their rules are easy to understand. Um, they're very effective at what they do. The le- like, Legion trait, fantastic. Um, yep. Special reaction, not shabby at all. And they actually build themselves quite well to be a, a small Alec detachment side project just because of the way they're written. And I appreciate that because you know, they're tempting you to be, become a small side project. I, I had the same sort of thing. I like them a lot. But when I was um, originally figuring out what Legion I wanted to do besides my Dark Angels, because I wanted something to eat all, slash go with them, but also if I'm showing someone the game, that way there's some different looking models and all. Before I chose Death Guard, I was absolutely thinking Sons of Horus. One, because, you know, they're Dark Consularis. Uh, it does fit, or Dark Emissary, who is their Consularis, absolutely fits the uh, Allied Detachment idea. Okay, so they kind of have that baked in. They have some other spots where I kind of like parts of them without having to build out a full force. The other part that's really nice about them, and it's the same part that's nice about um, the Imperial Fist, is any kit you buy currently in plastic from the Horus Heresy line is going to have base transfers for you. It's not going to be the fancy Forge World sheet or now GW sheet. It's still worth getting one of those, of course. But that means as you build up your army, you can actually still be putting transfers on your base guys. You know, for a while, a lot of my guys were sitting unfinished because I needed to have some transfers. You know, your tax squads at least can be finished. Some of your basic guys can still be finished. So there is something to be said of that. I think the rules are very strong in terms of their trait. I love the fact that it works essentially any combat. It doesn't matter how that combat occurs the first round. It's going to both add to your survivability, which adds to your ability to come back from mistakes. You know, and their advanced reaction works very well for that. If you made a mistake, excuse me, you positioned poorly, the enemy's coming in to shoot you, charge you, all of that. I get plus one boost of skill when I'm shooting them back. And once they're in the charge, their weapons are less dangerous to me in general. Um, of course, there's some cases where I may not be. They have cool-looking units, and some of their special things from Forge World are some of the better-looking ones. Um, faces aside. And I absolutely agree with Dan. I do think they have the best-looking Praetor model. At least of the ones that I've truly top, like top looked at. Not top three. I, yes. I, I would put them at top, although there's some I haven't looked at in a little bit. But from what I remember, that one I remember. I've seen it in the past. I remember that one. A lot of the other ones that like look good, See, I don't I'm remember. A big, I'm a big proponent of play something that looks good. Absolutely. <laughs> Which tends to me either sometimes is stuff that's always not meta and then becomes meta later, but that's a different topic. Um, and I would absolutely start this army just on the sheer fact that I love their Praetor. Do it right now. No, no, no. No, because that's not one of my top three that I want to start. All there right. are better ones that I like. All right. We'll get to We haven't talked about them yet, which is ironic. We'll get to them. <laughs> yeah, so Salamanders, Alpha Legion... And um, although we already did talk about Salamanders and Alpha Legion are my top two. Here's what we're going to do. Because at some point, so we've been putting out stuff on the YouTube for a year. We're doing podcasts a bit over a year and all. At some point, there's a few other things I want to do first. But at some point, we are going to put out a Patreon. Because, hey, why not? Stuff is, I pay for most of the things. Stuff's expensive. But part of that, one of the first, like, um, goals, and it'll be a low one. Because I'm going to make Dan put out his money anyway for this. Because I know how he is. Is going to be like, oh, when we hit this goal, Dan's going to buy a Space Marine Army. I'm going to make you no. do that. 
Yes, it absolutely will. <laughs> Too bad. You're doing it anyway. You I have to get at least one normal shit. army for this game. You gotta stop being a special snowflake with all your armies. But then I got. Listen. It doesn't have to be a big army. You get a small one. I would. That's a great HQ choice, chieftains. There you go. Do a shut the fuck. You will. Damn it. No, I would. I would absolutely. To be quite honest, though, Dave, if I did start loyalist, it might actually be Sons of Horse because of Loken. There you go. Luna Wolf, and because Loken and um, I always. Every time I forget his goddamn name, Garrow. Or it might yeah. be Death Guard just because of Garrow. Um, and it would be like a small strike force with them to join with my custodies. All right. It, it, so think of the ones. What I, here's what I'll say. I'll, I'll put it out there now. That way it's official. Um, like I said, you know, we'll, I, I do want to do Patreon stuff, that kind of stuff because, you know, hey, why not cover, you know, cover some costs? Because there, there is, you know, costs, especially as we look to want to record stuff and all. If we do that, and we'll say we'll put a we'll put a reasonably small goal. We'll put it at, you know, a level to get say a special character from one of these things. And if we get to that, I will buy you the special character. So you'll oh, pick the fuck. faction. I will get you, you your know, character. You you know Josh already like was like, hey, you know I got free Terminators and shit. I'll just throw them. You know, like Josh, you no, don't do it. I said please. he'll do that, and I'll buy your character for you. And you know I'll pick. God damn it. That's fine. <laughs> So I'm, I'm putting that out there now. Like I said, that'll be like one of the first goals. Oh, and the God. goal will just state that I will buy you the character of your choice. And we are going to watch that oh. snowball happen because I know how you work. It might take yes, a little bit, yep. but that's okay. <laughs> that's the sad part. You know exactly how I, I do. That's why I'm doing this. Because it'll, <laughs> it'll, it'll make happen what I need to happen. All right. So um, I think that'll do it for us tonight in terms of going over this Legion. Um. So we do apologize for the little bit of break, but we're back now doing all of this and, you know, look for the rights of war shortly thereafter. And that'll do it for us tonight. Um, so for the rest of the week or for the next short time frame, in case you didn't watch the short update video that I made, um, we are going to try to get the rest of the rights of the war recorded this week. They might not all release this week. I'm hoping over across the week to maybe the next two weeks to get them all out, but the plan for this week is to get the rest of those recorded. Um, that gives us the following two weeks after to get through the rest of the legions. And once all of that is done, we can figure out where we want to go from there. If we want to get back to some Titanicus, if we want to be able to just do an episode talking about what we've been up to for these last, oh, I don't, I don't even know how long, because we haven't done what you might call a normal podcast episode where we even just talk about what we've been doing or games or anything like that. They've been very, very focused. So we'd like to be able to get back to at least a little bit of that. Um, as always, I do want to thank everyone for listening. Remember, you can find us on a podcatcher. If so, reviews there are absolutely very, very helpful. Uh, we also put all this content out on YouTube. Remember, for the moment, the Rights of War are YouTube exclusive. I do want to put them out on Podcatcher, but I want to try to do like a, a cut of all of them together, or at least in larger parts, because I don't want to fill the feed with tons of very small videos. That works better on YouTube than I think it does on a podcast app, personally. Um, if you do pay attention to us on YouTube at all, likes and subscribes really do help us out a lot. Um, if you did miss that update that I put out, we are working a few things for the future. Um, some plans not sharing quite yet as I try to figure out how I want to do them. Other ones, like um, we do want to do a giveaway in the not too distant future that we will be announcing more of. You'll find more announcements out 
of that on YouTube once we actually do it. Um, I had to talk to some local stores and things like that, but I'm I'm in the works of doing that. Although there is some uh, some going on in some of the stores, so it, it might be a little bit longer than I'd like. But you know, we we want to do things that are just of interest. So. Um, remember, if you want to reach out to us, you can always reach out through email for the moment, trankickersnj at gmail.com, before we get, say, our Discord server public and a few other things. So there is some of that stuff in the works, but obviously now with especially Dan and myself working again, it does slow us down a little bit and able to do some of the other things. As school settles in, things get a lot smoother. All right, well, that does it for us tonight. Keep an eye open for everything else that we're putting out shortly and have some good hobbying and some great gaming.